What's up, everybody? It's Coach Dave, and I lift. Coach Carol, I also lift. Welcome to the She Lifts. She Lifts podcast. And today we are talking about why the scale is not your friend. That's right. The scale is not your friend. Um, one of the things I think fitness in general, especially when we first start out, because I'm going to say, and I, and I hate to say this because not everyone does, but the bulk of people who come to me uh, definitely say, I want to lose weight. Oh, yeah. Now, you're in that. You're in the nutrition. Yeah. You're more of nutrition coaching. So, you go, so I'm going to say probably a larger percentage. Oh, I want to lose weight. I have probably about 60 to 70%. I have other 30% that say either I want to gain weight or I just want to be stronger or necess- not even necessarily um, really even care about the weight. It's more of their body composition. Right. So I have that some of that going on. But I'm going to say 60 to 70% of my clients come to me and say I want to lose weight. And some way, shape, or form, the amount varies, obviously, but I think a lot of times we get caught up with that and not seeing the changes in other things. There is a ton of other things that we can we can see changes in uh, when it comes to our fitness. Um, so let, let, let's talk about that. All right. The scale, I mean, we use it, right? So you know, if I'm doing nutrition for you, I am going to ask what your weight is, but that is not the only thing that we're going to track. And there's reasons for that because the scale cannot tell the difference between fat and muscle. It's only capable of providing you a total weight. Okay. So like whether you are a human on that scale or a sack of potatoes, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to show just weight. It doesn't, it doesn't show, it doesn't know the difference between the human and the sack of potatoes. Well, humans are complicated, right? So on that total weight, that's, you know, that number includes everything. It includes your muscle. Yes. It includes fat. It includes water weight, a handful of other factors. Have you not gone to the bathroom in three days? It includes that, right? Like, well, if you haven't done it in three days, you've got a problem. Consult your doctor if you haven't gone to the bathroom. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? Like it's, you know, I have clients that stress over the scale. If it goes up a pound because they're weighing constantly, I'm like, well, go poop and come back. Like for real, like you're, you're literally, you know, you're literally one bathroom trip away from losing that pound. So like, it's irrelevant. It's, it's one of the things we use though. So is it, is there a purpose for it? It, Yes and no. Okay. I'm going to go with yes and no. So yes and no. And and I always say, so I had a client that I am still working with and he came to me, he was 390 some pounds when he started. Okay. I was absolutely tracking his weight. Sure. Because his goal, first of all, his goal was to get under 200. Secondly, I wanted to see what we were changing because he carried, he also was, I want to say, well into the 40s in body percentage, in fat percentage, if not maybe even to the point that we couldn't even get a reading. Okay. Um, so, yes, I am tracking his weight first and foremost was the thing that I was tracking. We've lost, I'm going to say, about 120 pounds so far. As of in the last about two years. Good on him. So there for a while, I wasn't really tracking his weight. I was seeing how much weight he could lift. I was seeing how his clothes were fitting, how much, how many, how much um, more endurance he had. Yeah. Now we've kind of hit a a, a sort of stagnation in the weight. So now we're back on focusing on getting the weight coming down. Right. Your body can't tell that again, like you said, fat and muscle. Muscle weighs more than fat. 
Let me rephrase that. I'm sorry. I, know. I was going to say, please don't make me fight you now. Because okay, so people so say pounder, that. I, no, but a, it's like saying a, uh, so like, it's like feathers weigh more than or take up more. It's more. how much space it takes Correct. up. So the model, you know, the model that we have of, of a pound of muscle, I used to have one at Anytime Fitness mm-hmm. and I loved it. It's very compact, right? It's compact. It weighs the same as the pound of fat that was much larger because of its of its makeup so does it take up less space yes which is why your body composition starts to change as your muscle mass increases and your fat decreases you can stay the same weight Mm -hmm. but you're going to look far different i am pretty much the same weight i was a few years ago Mm -hmm. not at my leanest but at my this is my body's comfort zone. Okay. I have reached that weight and I've accepted where I am. I looked leaner because menopause, because two years of being pretty sick and not being Mm -hmm. able to lift as much, it changes. My weight didn't change, but I definitely look different, which is why I say it's like one of the tools, a better tool. Model A Fitness has one here. I don't know about your other clubs, but like an in-body, again, it is still to me a tool and a baseline. I never say it's a hundred percent accurate because oh. women, you better whatever you're gonna do to to weigh in body, anything like that, better be the same time of the day and the same time of the month for women. Okay. Or you're gonna get a different reading. I generally say the same this, if you're weighing every day the same time of the day, wake up, go to the bathroom. Sure. Weigh. I'll buy that. If you, if you do that, you'll get an idea of what your weight Right. Your weight is but it should just be a baseline it shouldn't be an obsession well, and, and here's the thing if you come to me and you say i want to lose 20 pounds yep okay nine times out of ten i'm going to start asking more questions you come to say and say i need to lose 150 pounds because my doctor said i'm i'm morbidly obese sure i'm going to take you as say, say okay cool we need to lose 150 pounds okay and then we're going to talk about your health and all that other stuff if you come to me and say i lose 20 pounds generally 20 pounds is not the difference between being healthy and unhealthy agree okay so I'll agree. Like, again yeah. if i put 20 and i always say this if i put a 10 or a 20 pound weight in a backpack and made you carry it around all day you could probably might suck a little bit but you could probably yeah. do it if i put 70 or 80 pounds in a backpack you might not be able to do it right all day, right right so if you come to me and say I need to lose twenty or less pounds, generally my my answer is why. If you say I need to lose one hundred and fifty pounds, I, I I usually already know the answer. Okay. I'm, I'm in pain. I'm I I have medical markers that are out of whack. I'm my knees hurt, my back hurts, something something like that. But that that ten to twenty pound mark is usually I want to feel better in my skin. I want to feel better in my clothes, and I can do that. I can help you do that without you ever changing a bit. The other part of that, I will say this, two things. It is easier to lose, and this is a this is a Coach Dave quote. This is not something I read there, and this is not exactly backed up by science, but I think I'm gonna make it sound scientifically. You go right ahead. Okay. It is easier to lose a hundred pounds than yeah. it is it is to lose twenty. I agree. Okay. And this is why I say that. If you again, going back to what I just said, hundred pounds, there's a reason. There's usually a a pretty substantial reason that is rooted in your health, okay? 20 pounds is usually rooted in your uh, your self-esteem. I'll buy that. Okay? Yeah. Most, most of the time, I'll buy and, that. and yes, I, I'm speaking in generalities. I'm not, I, I agree that it's not 100% on either one of those cases. However, 
most of the time. Yeah. I mean, so you're right. You're right. When you have that in that that intrinsic, uh, I need to lose a hundred pounds. The 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 you're you're basically fighting for your life at that point. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. No. So no. No. Some, I agree with that. So when yeah. You, so when you when someone comes to you and says, "Hey, do you want to have a piece of cake, or do you want a piece of pizza, or do you want a beer?" It's easier to say no. Mm-hmm. When you lose, when you're trying to lose those twenty pounds, ten or twenty pounds is right. difficult. Mm-hmm. And someone says says do you want a beer or a piece of cake or a piece of pizza that oh it's just a piece of pizza or oh it's just sure. a beer or oh it's just one piece of cake sort of kicks in because because it because that one piece of cake isn't going to make you gain 10 pounds understood all right understood so one of the things i would prefer if i'm coaching someone um you know i use a coaching app and you can upload pictures mm-hmm. and you know because the bottom line is you see yourself every day in the mirror. And when you see yourself every day in the mirror, you're not going to be as in tune to subtle changes in your body as your coach would when you have those pictures. So, you know, I had a client um, about a year ago. She's like, I'm just not seeing these changes. And I'm like, well, and her weight wasn't really at that point fluctuating. She'd had a, a you know, a pretty decent loss in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then we were at that weird point where it's like, okay, we're changing things up. And I had her constantly do, um, her progress pictures were done like every two to three weeks. Okay. And they just, they, they load in the app and then I laid them out side by side for her. So she could see from week one to week, like seven, week eight, and she could see the progression of her back and the muscles that were developing. And, you know, from the side, how her abdomen was shrinking, you know, her waistline from the back and her backside were definitely shrinking. And it wasn't as much change in weight as it was just the fact that, you know, her body composition was changing. She was working out. She was gaining muscle. Now, all that said, this is one of my favorite things. When the scale does go up, that's the reason I always say just go to the bathroom and get rid of it and you'll lose that weight because people immediately are going to tell you, oh, well, you're gaining muscle. You don't gain fat that fast or muscle that fast. Let me just tell you, if your scale goes up four pounds in a week, you did not gain four pounds of muscle. I hate to burst your bubble, guys and ladies, but that's not how this works. So I'm going to say this. It, we're, we're coming off, just to give everybody some context of what I'm about to say. It is January 4th <laughs> when we are recording this. We just, we were, for most of us, we are three to four days back in the gym, back to our normal routine, right. back to our meal preps. Post holiday. Post holiday. Yep. Okay. So let's let's say I, I'm gonna be honest, guys. I, I, my holiday, my especially my week between Christmas and New, from Christmas Eve until New Year's Eve was pretty pretty much everything that I t- would tell somebody not to do, other than the fact that I didn't go to the gym most of those days. But, but was I, it? I mean, but I, was it good? Oh. Did you enjoy time with your family? I enjoyed time with my See, family. There I you go. It. This I is know. Coach Carroll saying it's right. okay, no, I'm Dave. I'm not saying there was anything wrong right. with it. I'm just saying, now. like, this was, this was, you know, mid-April. I would be like, you did what? No. Right. Um, and you weren't on vacation. So I want to give you some context. My weight went up about from December 23rd was the last time I weighed myself. And actually just weighed myself this morning. My, my, my weight was about 12 pounds higher. Okay. It's going to disappear. It's going to so disappear. Fast. And I'll bet you if I had weighed myself, what's today? Thursday. Yeah. Monday, I would have said I've probably lost like six or eight pounds since Monday. And I've seen that happen with a client. It's not, again, you're not putting that much body 
fat on I that fast. You I know? haven't lost that much, and I haven't lost that much weight since Monday. Right. Because I was eating. I'm going to tell you, I ate some fast food uh, two or three times sodium over that course content, of life. So, right. so, so there's a, you're talking a lot of sodium. Uh, chips and dips and things that, that you would have at a, a typical holiday party sure. event. Sodium content, holding water, alcohol that I drank is going to cause you to hold water and and yep. and uh, process sugar. It's going to raise your blood pressure. It's going to raise your blood uh, your blood pressure, cause you to hold water, raises your blood volume. All these things yep. that are going to impact my weight that are not necessarily tissue gain, not whether they are muscle, they were right. And I was still, again, still going to the gym. Yeah. And I was taking in more calories than I normally do. I didn't build a shit ton of muscle. No, you did not. That. You did not. But I, but I like to hear when, it, when people say that, I'm just like, no. And now the one time I will say that when people do that, the people who weigh themselves once a month, if my scale went up and it that's went up a possibility, three, that's a possibility. Pounds, that yeah. But we're talking week to week right, now. It, week. it, it takes, and I forget, I'd have to go back to my stats that I looked at before, but how long it actually does take, generally speaking, men and women to gain muscle. And we gain it at, you know, different rates too. Um, if well, you still want to, go ahead. Let, let, let's talk about this for a second. You go on vacation, again, you go on, va- on a vacation. Yeah. You tend to eat saltier food. You eat fattier foods. Yeah. You eat, uh, you drink alcohol. Um, what is uh, some of the other things? You, you eat then sweeter foods. Okay, your body your body can also hold can hold yeah. water can also start to hold water because if you're going here's the thing if you're going somewhere tropical your body you start drinking more water your body starts holding more water because you know it's going to be out in the sun more. Okay. So again, you 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 store more water. Your body gets used to sweating more. So when you first come back, you can hold more water because your body thinks it's going to sweat. Start sweating right. again. Right. So here's my thing. If if I'm coaching you, especially nutrition, mm-hmm. and you still want to use the scale, I will establish guidelines with you. But if, if you still want to use the scale as your measurement tool in your toolbox, then what I would say is, and we talked about it briefly, it, wear the same clothes. Like if you're going to do it in, you know, shorts and like, uh, you know, women wear their, their workout sports bra, whatever, wear the same thing every time so that you can see the changes in your body that clothing you know, is, is not like going to do, you know, if you're going to wear clothes, if you're going to do it in the buff, do it in the buff. Just don't do it here at model. A. Cameron will kill you. So, but so the same time of the day, ladies, same time of the month, we talked about that. Like, you know, you talked about making it easiest first thing in the morning, get up, go to the Mm -hmm. bathroom and weigh yourself. If that's what you still want to do. But just, you know, keep in mind that scales can be affected by a number of factors too, depending on what kind of scale you have. Like if it's kept mm-hmm. in your bathroom and it's digital, the moisture could affect it. If it's a true, you know, if it's an, an older school scale that just, you know, measures the weight, you want to zero that out every once in a while. Like I had a competition one time years ago and I went and I cut weight and I sat in the sauna, weighed myself on the gym scale. Yeah. And it said I was at weight. Went home. Changed my clothes, washed my face real quick, weighed myself again. My scale said I was, I think, half a pound under what I had weighed myself at the gym. Yep. I got to the competition. Now, obviously, they are going to to do my weigh-in. Obviously, they had the most calibrated scale. I was half a pound over. So you're talking three scales yep. and a pound swing between the three yeah. scales. So again, weighing yourself on the same scale 
And if you get a new scale, at a new home scale, yeah, reestablish that baseline. Yeah, yeah. Because again, so many things affect it. Water weight, um, we'll just call it waste material in your body, right? Muscle gain, if it's, if it's enough time for that to happen. Um, medication, supplements mm -hmm. sometimes have an effect. Women, your cycle does. You know, the clothes, if, well, we've already found out Dave doesn't wear clothes when he's weighing in, so we know that. But like the clothes you're wearing, if you weigh in in clothes, like if I come in and I tend to weigh here at Model A, and I know that I'm weighing in the evening, so I'm probably weighing heavier than, you know, than I, than I am because I've eaten all day, right? Um, but it's just the there's, time that I come in. Yeah, there's two. There's the medical scale with the little sliding, mm -hmm. you know, weights, and then there's a stand-on scale. Um, and I always just look at it and just tell me, lie to me, baby, before I stand on it. I'm like, lie to me, baby, right? Because it is a liar. It's not your friend. It is a habitual liar. But it's my baseline lie. So that's where I go with that, right? right? Well, yeah. So again, if you're going to wait, you, you, again, like you said, I weighed myself roughly the same time of day. The reason I like early in the morning is because, again, there's nothing I've done different. Sure, that's a better baseline. Because if I weigh myself at, let's say, noon, Chances are I've eaten. I'm not going to eat the exact same thing in the exact same no. amount. Drink the exact same amount of water. No. Go to the bathroom the exact same amount right. of time each each time. Right. Right. So here's the question. Here's the big question. We're going to say the scale is not your friend. It's not the only way. It's not the best way to tell, especially if we're in that lower amount of losing weight. So what what else can we use to determine how much progress? Well, progress picks we talked about, exactly. you know, if you, if you are skilled at, you know, if you have a coach that's skilled at using calipers, you can use calipers on somebody. So your body fat. Sure. Even, you know. So even there are electronic methods of, by the way, I'm not skilled at using calipers. Uh, I've never used a caliper. I have them and I have used them, but it's not my preference. No, I mean, my, because to me, there's too much room for me screwing that up and frustrating a so client. So body fat is another, is another one. And unless you're going to see large changes in the, if you're seeing small changes that are, or if you're seeing incremental changes, obviously that, that's a good thing always. But small changes, body fat can, can be deceiving, especially the, the less expensive the device is. Yeah. You get one of those cheap handheld ones that are 20, 25 bucks. Those things can be off two to 3% one way or the other. So you're talking a 6% swing. Yeah. And, and I've literally done them from one day to the next and seen them change to yeah. 2%. I didn't lose 2% body fat in one day. Yeah. So that's in, one. In body's a good one. If in you body have body access to it, I would say it is. Like, in body, there's another one too that we had at top of mind, or we're getting at top of mind that I think. I can't remember the name of it. Um, uh, I'll, I'll, I know I'm trying to think back. We had a different one at one of the gyms too at any time, and I can't remember what it was called. But it was it was different than the in-body. But again, you know these are, these are these are pieces of equipment that like your gym can afford to buy. You probably won't have one at home. Um, but I would say a combination of things is to me the best thing. I always talk about a toolbox. And if, if I were to give you tools in your toolbox, yeah, use your scale as a guide. How, how about this? How about things that we, we can't even measure? Or, or not, oh, how your measure. clothes fit? How your clothes fit. Sure. So if, if again, if you're losing that, that, that smaller amount of weight or even larger amounts of weight, yeah. and suddenly you notice my, my sleeves aren't as tight yep. around, or my not as tight around my belly, my, I can get another notch in my belt. Sure. Um, the jeans that I once were having having trouble buttoning now are starting to slide down right. my hips. Yep. Um, how about this? How about it used to hurt to walk up my stairs? Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. 
But and, now and, I, I, and it doesn't. It doesn't. Now yeah. it doesn't. Or I used to get winded walking from uh, walking across my office or walking uh, uh, across the sure. warehouse that I or the store that I work in. Right. Now How I are you feeling overall? Again, I'm going to use myself as an example. Sleeping. You're sleeping better. That is a big one. When I first started losing weight, that yeah. and I'll tell you what. When I first started, I was going to talk about my fitness during my my hundred pound weight loss. When I started losing weight. Within the first two weeks, I was sleeping better and I was waking up with more energy yeah. feeling. Now, this, now I will say the scale moved. The scale moved. And this is okay. when, if you go and listen to last week's episode about progressive overload, which sort of ties into here, I lost a shit ton of weight in my first two weeks because I was so unhealthy. And, did, and just by making – and I did. I kind of went a little overboard, little – I probably did some things that I would have would not coach myself to do. Okay. I'll be honest with you. I went on a low carb diet and I was eating for the first two weeks, nothing but protein and vegetables. Okay. I lost 20 pounds in two weeks. Okay. Not it's, surprising. It slowed after that. It never really went back up. Also but not surprising. But it slowed. Yeah. And then I started incorporating fruits and, sure. and some other things like that. But, and, and again, I've, we've, we've talked about this on this show. Before Carol got here, so she might not agree with me on this one. But I think for a short term, either as a beginning or a short term plateau buster, a low carb, low carb diet can be useful. Can be for short term. Talking two, two, three, four weeks tops. Menopausal ladies don't do it. I wasn't talking necessarily. I know. I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. No, no, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, it because it's good. It, it does. It's worth saying like, you know, we're and again, is it is it can you use it short term for something? Sure. I mean, I can also take water pills and manipulate myself that way. I mean, there's that. right. And I have two. <laughs> I have two, especially when I was eating 200 grams of protein a day and 200 carbs a day. And I had an event. And for five days leading up to it, I took my um, lean body like diuretic. So I tend to cut my carbs on the deload week. Okay. When I'm do, what, I, what I'm doing that carb here. cycling, I'm a hundred percent on board with. Well, and, and, and that's again, when it gets complicated. If you if you either are going to have an ability to do this and track it, or you're going to have somebody coach you through it, I do agree with carb cycling. I just think that I have learned so much with my own health. Um, issues from manipulating food one way or another mm -hmm. to my to my benefit and to my detriment that mm -hmm. i'm very cautious to to cut anything out completely and again it was for, I, I, short again, short term i'm short term two two one week minimum if you're going to do it yeah four weeks max if you're going to do yeah. it and, and even four weeks is a lot it's a but, lot but if i'm and again you know um yeah, this was this was definitely one that Laura and I talked about. She she said she used a low carb diet, and I can't remember if it was keto or some other form of it when she was getting ready for her in the the weeks leading up to her wedding. I did it. In, I do it some a lot when I get ready for competitions. About yeah. the last three weeks out from competitions, I sort of go back to very lean meats, vegetables, healthy fats. Um, cut my carbs down to help my body get water weight, water weight out. But see, and there's always a give and a take though. And, and, and we're, you know, and, and then we'll get back on topic. But yeah. if you, I've done keto, I uh -huh. did, I did a healthy keto, let I could say healthy because it's not all about mm -hmm. bacon and cheese people. There's a healthier keto, 
and I did it to try and combat inflammation in my body. Oh. Now, did I get lean? Yeah. Did I weigh 127 pounds? Sure did. That's about, I don't know, uh, eight, nine pounds tinier than I am now. Did I, did I lose strength? And I was mm -hmm. lifting consistently at that time. Oh, heck yeah. Absolutely. Because you can't, you know, you need those carbohydrates, but short term, yes. So short term, but short term doing that. And when you, but when you, again, going back to the, to what I, my original point with this was those that 20 pounds a large portion of that was water weight of course it is that's how body, these things right, work but in doing so i was able to walk across my showroom sure. without 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 so Look, again that's how is, i lost what, that's is, how i lost in the beginning when i lost the the majority of the 50 pounds that i've kept off for about 15 years my point is that was a bigger victory to me than the 20 yeah, pounds yeah, yeah. that it came that had yeah. come off being able to sleep better yep. was a bigger victory than the 20 pounds that that had come off. Yeah. Um, the fact that right now I sit here, I have uh, no pain in my ankle. I do have pain. I have a pain, but it's a different pain um, in my knee. I don't have that same just achiness sure. in my knee. Now it's, it was a, it's an actual injury. So, it, right. But, you know, I don't have that. I don't, um, I don't struggle to get up off the floor. Yep. Like yeah. I, I can I can remember like sitting on the floor playing with my daughter, who at the time was barely wasn't even one years old when I started. Now I can sit down with my four year old and play with, with toys or play video games or whatever. And then when I go to get back up, I can get right back right, up. Right, right. So those are a lot of people like the word non-scale victories. And mm -hmm. that's exactly what they are. And even down to the one of vanity, because let's face it, we all want to look in the mirror and feel good about what we see. So, you know, as your clothes size drops or your body changes shape a little bit and you look in the mirror and go, you know what? I don't look so bad. You know, that's good. That's good. It's not all about the scale. Um, Fat loss is not linear. I, you know, fat loss, no, fat loss I, I always say right. it's it's a curvy road. It's a curvy road. It's going to be all over the place. Lots of ups and downs. And there's, there, so there is. And that's normal, right? It it's and normal. It is, because again, going back, to, going back to what I said just a few minutes ago, 20 pounds I lost and then it slowed. Yep. And then it would slow, slow, slow. And then we'd take a big dip. It felt like every couple months it would take like a big five pound yep. dip, like within two weeks or something like that. Right. And then I would slow to where I might lose a pound a week and then right. I'd take another big five pound pound down. Right. Like, so again, be that, I think that's another thing that we, sh we could talk about. We could probably make a whole, but I think whole show about it, but I'm going to use a little point here. Patience. Yeah. Well, and that's where as a whole people are impatient. We want the quick fix. We want Gosh, I mentioned it almost on every show. We want the program that I can sell you my products and make money off of you buying them from me so that you lose stupid weight in the first, I don't know, four to you know, let's say eight weeks or maybe even 12 weeks. Let's say 12 weeks. The first 12 weeks, you're going to lose weight. It's a 12 pound. If you read the fine print, average person loses 12 pounds and then they stop. Why? Because they can't lose anymore eating toddler food, you know, like, so again, it's, you gotta be patient. If it's worth, if it's worth it, it's worth working for it. To me, that's the thing, you know, and be patient with yourself. There are, 
and I'm going to say this, there are plenty, I mean, let, let's face it, uh, guys, I'm, I, I, this is what I do for a living, so I do make money. I have programs that I write and sell and services that I write and sell. Yeah, but uh, this is not the kind of program no, 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 I was I, talking I about. So, so yeah. not everyone who is, is selling you something is necessarily well, is necessarily in it just just for the money. We talked about we talked about that last week, right? In, in on our roundtable discussion or two weeks right. ago, that you know we're not always here in in it for the money. And I and I and I want to make make something clear. Yes, this is how Cameron runs a gym. Matt runs a very successful business. I'm building a successful right. business. This is part time for me, right? But this is part time for me. For you, this is part, yep. it's for me. This this is that's your this life. Is, this is my life. Yeah. For Matt, this is his life. For yep. Cameron, the gym is her life. We continue. Laura also. This is her sure. full time. She had now. She has a couple of them, but fitness is her full time job. You know, this is everything that we do. Is not specifically to make money. I'll give you an example. I make no money. Do you? Doing this? Doing this. No, no man. Good. <laughs> right, we're oh. going to have a problem that I'm getting paid. Yes, I have these big sponsors that, no, we right. don't know. Right. Why do we do this? We do this because we enjoy it. It's a good outlet for for all the things that we want to talk about. Yep. It gives us the chance to help you guys. Right. Yes. Ultimately, somewhere in the back of my mind, I hope you guys click that link in the bio and check me out at Rockstar Fitness or Carol out at Love Yourself Health Coaching. But, but if you, thank you. Okay. But if you don't do the, you know, like take the takeaway and and apply it to your life. So the scale, it's not your friend. The scale is not your friend. It's one thing you can use. It cannot tell you all the progress and good stuff that's taking place when you're working out and your nutrition's on point. It How just can't. Right. It can't tell you any of that. If you're eight, if you haven't lost a pound, but your A1C's gotten better, sure, your your cholesterol's gotten absolutely better, blood pressure goes down, blood right? Pressure's gone down. Um, Can't be measured. That's priceless. How about this? How about this? And this one might not apply to everyone. Let's say I used to be able to run a mile in 14, 15 minutes. Now I can run a mile in 12 minutes. Now I can run a mile in 10 minutes. Right. Now, when I walked into the gym, I might be. I was struggling to bench press 135 pounds for three sets of 10. Now I'm flirting with being able to do 185 for one three sets of 10. Right. And I can do 225 pounds. That's two big plates for uh, one, two to three reps sometimes. Right. Depending on the gym. All stuff that scale is not going to tell you. Right. And, it's, and my weight hasn't changed in the last, unless I have manipulated it for a competition, uh, in the last two years or so. I have floated right around... 178 okay. to 182 pounds depending yep. on the day depending on how much salt i've had um other than my like i said vacations holidays stuff like that where i tend to go up good right. weight i have floated right around there my strength has gone up i've gone down a, a another uh pant size i have gone i'm flirting on going back up a shirt size but in a good way right my shoulders have gotten bigger um and there's a difference. I, there's a huge difference between, I'm going to say this. Prior to really getting serious about lifting, prior to becoming a trainer, I was walking around at about 195 pounds. Okay. I saw someone who, who never really saw me at 270 pounds. And they, they saw, but they still saw me a lot at 195. They saw me recently. And they said, oh, you've gotten bigger. I'm actually 10 pounds smaller, carrying around a lot more muscle 
right. than I was 10 pounds right. of, of fat ago. So don't, don't just rely solely on the scale. Right. For your sanity. The scale is not your friend. The scale is not the only way to measure your fitness. Yep. Fitness is not about, you know, a lot of people we focus, I want to say this, fitness is not about what we lose, it's what we've gained. And when you gain the ability to walk around without being short of breath, when you gain the ability to get yourself off, off the floor of playing with the kids, right. when you get the ability to walk up right. stairs pain-free and get in and out of your car without help, you are not just gaining a, a number on the scale. You are gaining control of your life. And that is why we're here. It's not to be athletes. It is not to be bodybuilders. It is to improve the quality and longevity of our life. And the, the, the scale will never tell you whether uh, uh, how healthy you are. Correct. So that's all we have for this week. Join us next week when we talk about our excuses. That's right. Folks, there is always an excuse. We will always find a reason not to eat healthy. We will always find a reason not to go to the gym. And we're going to talk about, we're going to break down that, break some of those down. And we're going to talk about what is real and what is just an excuse. No excuses. You better be here. That's right. No excuses. You better tune in next week. Until next week, I'm Coach Dave. Check me out at Rockstar Fitness on Facebook, Webster 23 on Instagram with Coach Carol. Check her out. Love Yourself Health Coaching on Instagram and Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Keyless Keyless Podcast. Yep. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen.